With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Gateway to Grace call. My name is Elizabeth Tobin. I'm here with my husband, James Dempsey. I am a certified resonance repatterning practitioner, and James is a shaman and a trance channel, a mystic, a poet. You want to say hello, Jamesy? Hi, everybody. Welcome, welcome. So tonight we're going to be talking about how to stop feeling like an outcast. And this is something that we've been sensing a lot of people are struggling with. Um, I think that some people struggle with this throughout their whole lives. Other people struggle with it because of perhaps a psychic opening or a spiritual awakening. Um, Certainly, as we move through this shift of the ages here on planet Earth, I think more and more people, it's interesting, there's this kind of this tension between people wanting more connection, people remembering the, um, the awareness of oneness, and also feeling more isolated and separated from their fellow human beings, relationships um, fading away and, and new relationships wanting to be formed. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Um, so James is going to channel the Council of Elohim, and then yes. we'll, we'll do some resonance repatterning to help us all feel more welcomed, loved, and accepted and connected. Do you want to um, say a little more, James, before we get into the um, centering and grounding? With, with you know, uh, I would I would hope that everyone on the call sort of knows what ascension symptoms are, and usually for a lot of people, the ascension symptoms are actually quite painful, and uh, then as as people learn to start doing you know perhaps doing energy work on themselves or getting work done on themselves the more work they do um you know to clean up some of the uh you know old things that were sort of holding you uh holding you to the 3D realm that they find that they're getting more psychic all the time and these these things you know, make their family who maybe haven't gone through this process yet or their friends that they've had for a really long time, you know, people get excited. They start to sort of uh, maybe complain about some of their aches and pains or, or or get really excited about being a psychic, and then they start to try and explain it to people. And people go, huh? You know, all of a sudden, your persona non grata or, or, you know, the subject's taboo or, or, you know, they're ready to put you in a hospital. Um, and and so that's a very typical scenario. And the thing about uh, the last six to eight years is so many people who went through their entire lives being, uh, quote, unquote, normal, uh, and now all of a sudden, you know, they haven't heightened 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 awareness. They have like heightened abilities. They're you know they're they'd be able to sense and feel things they never could before, and it's kind of weird for them. And it's definitely weird for you know family and friends who just don't understand. So, um, and I've been hearing a lot about this. Not you know not just a, a real lot over the last four or five months, but. Even even still, so over the last three or four years, you know, there's, there's the trickle has now become a flood. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the, you know, over the last four or five years, heard a lot of people talking about that stuff. Now it's scores, dozens, hundreds, thousands of, of people having this happen to them. So, okay. so um, I'm just going to mute everybody to. Uh, I think it enhances the quality of the recording. So hold on. Absolutely. Yeah, let me do that, James. I'm going to unmute 
you. James, you press star eight. Yeah, okay. So um, I muted everybody just for the quality of the recording here. And if you have a question, um, you can press star eight and we and they'll let you raise your hand. That'll raise your or, hand. Um, or if you're in the chat room and you have a question, please type it into the chat box. Right, right. Great. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. So um, so let's do a little centering and grounding, maybe something from the repatterning process, just as a way to to open the call and set the energy for the group. So when we come together in groups, it's always nice to do a little something, either some centering and grounding or some something to get us all on the same page energetically speaking so tonight i'm going to do some resonance repatterning to start the call off and i need your permission to include you in in the repatterning so um you just say yes may i have your permission to muscle check for you and include you in the repatterning and you can say yes if you'd like to be included yes. and that that gives me me permission to include you and that's a way to engage your free will. Free will here on planet Earth is very important, so we want to honor everybody's free will. And if you're listening to the recording, say yes, too, and you will instantly, via quantum physics, join the group. Excellent. Yes. Okay, so I'm just going to muscle check and see what it is tonight that we, as a group, uh, would benefit us to start our call. So at this time, it's best for us to have something from orientation. It's something from problems into opportunities, an intention for a new possibility, something from a repatterning is needed. There's something from one of the modalities that we need, yes. So the best um, modality option for us at this time is something from the spiral up index, yes. And so we need something here. <clears throat> so uh, this is... Um, lots of different options as a way to make an input of energy into our individual field and when we come in together as a group into the group field. So we need something from A, B, something from C, D. The best option is something from E. It's something from F. So this is an energy contact that we're going to do. And the energy contact that's needed is one through five. Six through ten, number six. Oh, this is uh, this is a great one. This is it's pulling your fingers, and what this does is it activates the chakra lines of force. So let me see here. Just going to go to that page. So what you do is um, you just kind of massage into your fingers, pull them. kind of massaging in, and you might notice that um, around the joints it might be particularly tender. And so each of the fingers corresponds to a chakra. So the thumb corresponds to the throat chakra. Your index finger corresponds to the heart chakra. Your middle finger corresponds to the solar plexus chakra and the the uh, emotion associated with the solar plexus that's your power center and the emotion is anger so it's interesting the middle finger <laughs> is relating to your solar plexus when you give someone the finger you're expressing your anger right uh, ring finger is associated with the pelvic chakra and that's where we put our wedding ring, right? So the uh, some people call it the sex chakra or the water chakra. And then the pinky is relating to the root chakra. And so as you do this massaging and pulling on your fingers, you're also clearing your chakras. And James, I don't know if you remember this, but um, I remember, oh boy, when I was first learning resonance repatterning, you had called me one time on the phone and asked me if I could do a session for you. 
Yeah. And I did. And the modality that came up was <clears throat> was to do this pulling on your fingers and massaging the fingers. And so, right. um, so I did that, and it felt really good. So I was did it for like forty five minutes. And before <laughs> you had called and asked for that session, I was actually going to make an appointment to go see the chiropractor. And after I finished that session for you, and did you didn't it, have to do it. I didn't have to go to the chiropractor. How so, cool is that? Yeah. So you can also the the um, the vertebrae correspond to each of the chakras as well. So you can think about the thoracic as relating to the heart chakra. So if you have pain, like if you have a pain in your neck, that's throat chakra. Um, massage into your thumb. If you have like upper back pain, that's heart chakra. Massage into your index finger. Uh, if you've got lumbar pain, that relates to the solar plexus. Massage your middle finger. Uh, if you've got pain in your lower back and the sacral area, massage into your ring finger. That relates to the pelvic chakra. Um, and then you can massage also into your pinky if you've got lower back pain, the root chakra. And also, not only do these fingers correspond to the chakras, but also your toes as well. So the big toe like would correspond to the thumb, which would be your throat chakra, and so on down the line. So starting at the thumb, throat, uh, yep. heart, um, middle finger is solar plexus, uh, ring is uh, pelvic and uh, pinky's root. Yep. Wow, that's really good to know. I did not know that. This is yeah. news to me. I'm a yep. long-time energy healer. This is news to me. Yep. So this, Wonderful. Um, Randolph Stone, who developed polarity, Polarity therapy used to say that spending 10 minutes a day working on your fingers and your toes and feet was the best health insurance in the world. And um, because you can unblock your chakras, you can release stuck energy in your body just by working on your fingers and toes. I managed to finally get in, Robbie. Oh, great. Good. Yeah. Cool. All righty. So um, I'm just going to check. <clears throat> so this modality that we're doing here to set the energy for the call is complete. Yes. All righty. So um, just take a little pause. Let that all integrate and just notice how you're feeling. And, uh, you know, as, as you do these modalities, it's good to breathe. I forgot to mention that part. Yeah. <laughs> Because sometimes, like, when you're working your fingers or your toes, and especially if there's some sensitivity or some pain in the joints, the tendency is to hold your breath, right? <laughs> I, it's, it's interesting. As I was massaging my fingers, I found myself holding my breath. So, yeah, that, it, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so breathe and massage. <laughs> and then you can, yeah, good. All right. Great. So, so, so now I can see the... Now I can see the chat room, so... Um, Good. You unblocked your computer. Uh, no, I actually had to go into a... Diff it, anyway, it doesn't matter. Thank <laughs> we're, you. We're doing this, yeah. It does not matter. <laughs> um, so the, uh, the guy we're going to talk to is... Um, is Avian Tayari. Avian Tayari. And uh, this guy that identifies herself as a she um she well we've sort of talked about this before how many of the um guides on the council have semi-specific functions uh so to speak you know not etched in stone but you know a lot of them are more comfortable in certain areas and the council has so many members that uh, they can sort of defer to the ones that are talking about their specialty. And Avientieri is one of several guides on, on, in the Council of Elohim that are, uh, their specialty is relationships. So uh, the, the, the whole outcast thing 
is is still it's about relationships, you know? Right, right. And it's oh. interesting. There was a couple of um I think it was a couple of months ago, but maybe not even that far off, that we did the repatterning and we had to fuse in intimacy. That was two months ago, but wasn't last month's, you know, Valentine's Day-ish stuff, too, relationship stuff? Yeah, I, I forget. The Cosmic Car Wash, was, there was a lot of relationship stuff going going yeah. on in that. Yeah. Okay, sorry to bring you out of it. Hello. Hi, who is this? Avi Ventieri. Oh, thank you for coming. Blessings and greetings. So tonight we are talking about um, how to stop feeling like an outcast. And yes, um, when we did the pre-channeling for the call last week, we spoke with Uneiris, and so now we're going to speak with you tonight. Here we go. Yes. Yes. So I guess um, so. We had talked about like some of the reasons why someone might be feeling like an outcast. Um, would you like to go over those? Uh, you you addressed some of that in, in your uh, in your prequel in in your pre comment, yes. Yeah. Um, your planet is getting an upgrade. Everything from stones to plants to animals to people are getting an upgrade. Um, we talked, we on the council spoke about how people are sort of doing it in shifts, yes? Right. So, the, like, we we're talked not, about not this everybody's a year or so ago mm-hmm. of your time. Right. So We, we mentioned this. Uh, so, everybody isn't Everybody isn't shifting at the same rate or at the same time. Although, when complete, most of you will shift and move up several rungs on the ladder, so to speak. Uh, the people who are feeling it the most are shifting the hardest right now. Uh, we talked about having to leave. Some people wondering why, well, I'm not feeling these things, but my friends are, or... I felt these things five months ago, but I'm not feeling them now, and all my friends are, for example. And uh, we discussed how um, some people are left out of the current process because uh, someone has to run the machines. We explained that. I don't know if we ever talked about that on the call. So, But um, I think what you're talking about is that there are some people who are highly sensitive that they are almost unable to function at at certain times. They're they're going through such um, such shifts. Whereas other people, even though they they are a part of the shift, they are more focused in the third dimensional world and are able to to keep and more functional, perhaps. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean anyone is. Uh, ahead or better than anyone else because they've gone through it and now someone else is about to begin their own personal process. This is much more a matter of, uh, as, as we said, we couldn't, we couldn't have everyone go down, so to speak, all at the same time. The, the energies are not designed to make everybody go down all at once. And when you say go down, you mean like be unfunctioning. Be unfunctional, yes. Right, right. So some people have to still, like you say, keep the machines running while other people maybe go into their process. There are many of you on your planet who went through their whole lives and weren't you know, were very 3D oriented and they had their jobs and they went to their jobs every day and they, you know, and and, and it was not a problem. And all of a sudden now they're uh, semi-debilitated with all these aches and pains that may have come on actually quite suddenly. The ascension symptoms. 
Ascension symptom type type things, yeah. So, right. um, um, and it's strange to them, and they explain this to their families, and they explain this to their peers, and uh, all of a sudden they're a, a, a terrible weirdo where they weren't before, and it's 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 lonely being that way. And one thing we would love for you to understand is that you in this feeling of loneliness you have tons of company right <clears throat> and sometimes it's just um you know finding other people of like mind and you have a wonderful opportunity to uh, to do this at this time uh there, there's there's a way to connect with people worldwide, your, your, your Facebook, your other types of social medias. There's, there's a way to connect with groups of people who have similar issues, who have similar questions, and who uh, are of like mind, whether, whether your close family or your closest old friends uh, whether they believe in this stuff or not, there's places where you can go and find these people. We on the council feel that it's very important for you to, a good place to begin is right in front of your own computer or or or, or smart cellular phone, that's a great place to begin because it's easy. You don't have to leave your house. One thing that a lot of these symptoms make is they make people isolate in their homes. Mm. And that's one of the worst things you can do. But but to begin to stop isolating, a, a good way to do it would be via your uh, social media. Mm. And even, you know, this call is, is a group of, of of people who are interested in talking about the shift, right? And you have formed a group on, you formed a group years ago to facilitate these calls. Yeah. And now you have formed a community on on your Facebook called Tales from the Shift. Yes. Yes. And that is the community that you intend to grow, yes? Yes. And so, and, and the purpose of this community is for people to be able to unisolate themselves if that's what they're doing, or also to discuss their symptoms and to, to discuss with each other and get to know other people. And get to know other people, and also if they have ideas or if they speak to their own guides and they get an epiphany or they get a very good idea from their own personal guidance, you have made it very clear that all of this input is welcome on in your group. Yes? Right. And there are other groups on Facebook, all kinds of spiritual groups that people could join in to facilitate uh facilitate their questions as well. The other thing that we would uh, give me a second the the other thing that we would encourage you to do is to get involved in your local community uh so that you can actually meet these some people of like minds um uh, face to face and yeah. sort of hang out with them. So you, Elizabeth and James, you have uh, you have spent years doing this, yes? Yes, we we've done um, potlucks at our house. We've gone to other people's events. I think um, Reiki shares. Mention some mention some fairs. of the groups. Healer healer fairs. Yeah, Reiki healer shares. Yeah. Uh, drumming circles. Uh, you circles. hang right. out with you hang out with a, a grove of druids. Right. Um, yeah. There's a lot of um, lot of resources and opportunities to meet people through Meetup.com. You could look for a meetup group. Type in a, 
some key words that are of interest to you. You could type in evolution of consciousness, or you could type in energy healing, or Reiki, or channeling, whatever it is. Type in some keywords and find groups um, in your area. <clears throat> or that, that meet and right. these meetups often tend to be potluck like, yes? Yep, and, oftentimes, and, yep. And potlucks are fun, and potlucks give you an opportunity to to meet people who think like you do or have an interest in the topics, those keywords that Liz just explained, yeah? Right, right. So, and this does involve work, and this does involve uh, actually getting out of your house, maybe taking a walk, getting in your car. But the interesting thing is uh, that you don't have to leave your house to find out about this stuff. You don't have to leave your home to research places you want to go, groups you would perhaps be interested in meeting up with. You went to several meetups that were game nights, yes? Yes, right, right. You also joined joined a community called Toastmasters, yes? Right, yes. Yes. So this, you and James over the past 15 to 20 years have, have, have become involved in, in reaching out to find like-minded people. Right, and it's not always around energy healing. Um, you know, like you just mentioned, we did Toastmasters because we wanted to improve our public speaking skills and we thought it would be a nice way to meet people. And you got to do both. And we got to do both. That's right. That's right. Yes. Uh, so yes. when we moved from from Boston down to the um, the South Shore here in Massachusetts, we we stepped up our efforts because we were feeling kind of isolated, wanting to meet new people. So there were a number. Well, of you were involved in your you were involved in your own old community in the city for many many years, and and you naturally through your uh, wanderings through that community, began to meet a lot of people. And then when you moved, you were somewhat bereft. You didn't really know anyone, yes? Right, right. And it did. It took took effort on your part, yes? Yes. And I, I wanted to talk about one of the things about the shift and becoming more psychically attuned, becoming more sensitive to energy and vibration is that what I've noticed is people are finding that old relationships are not working for them because the vibration, they're no longer um, a comfortable vibrational match for them. And so people are feeling like old relationships. And perhaps folks you've known your entire life. Right. And, and it's and it's sad to sort of leave them behind or have to let them go, but many times that's often in your best interest, yes? Right, right. And that's, that's another thing I think um, James touched on this or, or you touched on this, that when you start to have these extraordinary experiences, and you get excited about it, and you start telling people in your life, and they they react out of fear, then you might feel like, oh well, I can't I can't talk to this person anymore, or I don't want to be around this person anymore because they don't understand me anymore. But what I want to encourage people is, unless it's an abusive relationship, or there's, you know, it's it's. Um, not reciprocal or it's tremendously dysfunctional, before you think about totally chucking the relationship, maybe what it is is that maybe you just don't talk about this part of your life with... Amend amend your relationship. Right. So it's kind of of like... One of the things about being newly awakened is that you have a, a different set of parameters than you ever used to have. So realizing where it is that you can, you know, uh, we encourage you to attempt to talk to, uh, to, you know, to talk to people about this stuff, people that you know, but we also 
with your new sensitivity, you're going to realize very quickly whether this is a place they are comfortable going. Yes. Right. Right. And so, if if it's not a place they're comfortable going, well, don't go there with them. Go somewhere else. The, yes, go somewhere else. And that's the key. Right. That's the key to finding your tribe and building your, you know, you can build a community of people that do understand. Right. And and you may also, kind of like a Venn diagram, you may intersect with, with many different tribes. Um, maybe you have people in your life that share a hobby that you like to do. So maybe you connect with those people around the hobby. Um, maybe you like to garden, so you connect with those people around gardening, for example. Maybe the people don't want to talk about new age things or you know, psychic abilities or spiritual awakening, but maybe they want to, you know, talk about vegetable gardening. And maybe that's yeah. that's or the common denominator. You know, that's that's something that you can connect with them on. Or maybe you like music. Maybe you like to go out to dance or hear music or play music or just talk about music. So maybe that's the focus of conversation when you're with that tribe of people. So it may be that you have different tribes for different interests and maybe don't expect you know one tribe to fulfill all of your different needs. Yes, it's a, it's a very, uh, you know, it, it's a very intersecting sacred geometry, so to speak. Uh, you you said a good thing, the Venn diagram. Right. So perhaps at this point it's time to do the repatterning, yeah? Yeah, I just wanted to say one more thing, which I thought was really interesting, because we were talking about the sort of the newly people who are sort of newly feeling like an outcast. But then there's also people who have felt like outcasts their whole lives. Yes. And w- one of the things that Unayeris mentioned was James being um, being a trans channel and a, and a shaman, not only in this life, but in other lifetimes. You know, he he has kind of been different from the beginning. And the the path of the shaman traditionally in his other lives was was not to be integrated into the community so to speak can you talk about that a little bit shamans traditionally lived at the edge of the wild and were you know shamans traditionally are uh, they're said to walk between worlds so their their abilities that allow them to sort of, uh, well, for example, James has been able to talk to beings like ourselves since childhood, well over 50 years. And um, most people think that that's a child's imagination, so to speak. And imagination gets sort of a bad rap. And the vast majority of children in in your country, the U.S., get sort of trained out of it very early, and almost, you know, it, and and for the most part, many of them never go back there. Does does this make sense? Yes. Yes. Your 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 three D educational and economic system does not really allow much for this, whereas old older tribal systems allowed for it, and yet with the upgrades your planet is getting and with the fact that your planet has now entered uh, the age of Aquarius, so to speak, you're, you're, you're nearly 50 years into the age of Aquarius. The, the, the old paradigms are disintegrating, and they're not going down without a struggle, and you can see that. In uh, in your country, in the world governments, in the wars that you're facing, that the the old patriarchy is not happily sharing, so to speak, and and um, the new paradigm and the new reality is that sharing will become more common, but but the uh, the metamorphosis between uh, that 
top-down economic system and, and a more sharing economic system, it, 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 there's going to be a lot of growing pain, so to speak. Thank you. Yes. And, you know, and like you said, we can see that in the world today. And more than ever, I think that um, it's interesting that with this rise of of populism and isolationism, there's even further pullback from from the global connectivity. You know, it's there's a further pullback, and that's by the uh, but that's by the governments. And the the thing about this pullback, and when you see that pullback, you're beginning to notice that more and more people are. Noticing that yes, this is basically the way it's always been. They just were never so. Uh, they were never so forthright about it. A lot of this stuff was happening in the shadows. Now it's happening in the the light of day. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that this the shadow work is coming out into the open, more and more people are being actually repelled by it. So they're. The the fact that the the fact that these governments are being more open about what it is they've always been doing, they're they're much more quickly sowing the seeds of their own undoing. Hmm. Hmm. And it's because they're waking more people up than otherwise would have been blind. Right. Right. And well, you, I... all of you on this call, are at the forefront of this. The forefront. Of the awakening, of the evolution, right? Because right. you're you're here trying to figure out different ways that you can personally handle this transition, and and this this teleconference you're doing is, is one of the ways. But finding like-minded people, joining on a grassroots level, whether via uh, social media or whether in your local community or at your local uh, at your local uh, community garden, for example, uh, or at your local drumming circle, or at your local he- healing centers. Or you at know, your local library. Are, or the, at the local library. Right, right. Well, thank you. Um, is there anything you want to leave us with before we move into the repatterning? <clears throat> if, if there are folks on this call who haven't gotten together with other folks on this call yet, please use uh, the Tales from the Ship Facebook group to do so. See see who some of the other members are and, and start communicating with them directly and, and make friends that way. This, this Facebook group, this Tales from the Ship Facebook group, the Gateway to Grace Facebook group, or start looking for the other members and seeing See, see uh, how about everyone who's on this call tonight going into the Tales from the Ship Facebook group saying, I was on the call last night and I'd like to meet one or two of you and, and see how many people post and then see if you can get together um, in that way. Right. Because the, the, the one thing you you know is that of the of the amount of people that are actually on this call, many of them come on a regular basis, yes? Yes. Don't you think it's time for you to meet each other? Okay, good idea. Very good. Great. Thank you. Blessings. All right. James, are you back? Yeah, give me a second. That sounds really good. How'd it go? <laughs> <laughs> I think it went well. <laughs> Good. Okay, so can you monitor the chat room while I um, do the repatterning? I'm looking, yeah. Yeah. Okay, wait a second. It says... All right, give me a second. And I have to rejoin the chat room. Oh. I, I put my tablet down and it timed out, so give oh. me a second. It's all right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can I can try and do that. Yeah. So one of the things I wanted to mention also is this idea of the outcast. 
And if, I don't know how to say this. I guess I'll just say it right out. So some people, they feel like an outcast wherever they go. And so it may be that there's something within them. It could be a past life thing. It could be from early childhood trauma. It could be just the way a family pattern, a generational pattern that they've inherited, that if you're not resonating with being included, feeling welcomed, then even when friendship is offered or connection is available, we still might not be able to actually see it and take it in if we're not resonating with that. So that's, I think, um, the jumping off point for the repatterning. So, so if you have, if you've noticed throughout your life a pattern of feeling like the outcast, then I would encourage you to um, to really pay attention to this repatterning, <laughs> and and also to to look within to see, you know. Where is that coming from? How is how does that play out in your life? And also think about what you can do to shift that pattern. Um, certainly, resonance repatterning can help you to shift that. Um, it could be taking some positive action in your own life to um, to extend yourself to um, to see you know if you can notice. Where do you hold yourself apart even when maybe there's no reason to? Okay, so so let's move into the repatterning. So again, um, I'm just going to ask you to take a couple of breaths, center within yourself. <sighs> I'll be back shortly, Lonnie. Okay. May may I have your permission to muscle check for you as part of this repatterning? And you can say yes. Yes. Okay. So um, at this time, it's best for us to have something from orientation. Yes. So orientation is a way to reset your inner compass so that you naturally move towards what supports you and you naturally move away toward from that which drains you. And when we're oriented, we, we feel present, we feel connected, we're connected to our own center of power, we're connected to our source energy, and we feel safe connecting to others. So in terms of this orientation that's needed, we need something from orientation to self. Something from orientation to others is needed. Yes. So we need this part about feeling welcomed. Yes. So we're going to start with this one here. And this is a general check. So repeat after me. Say, I feel welcomed, loved, and accepted. I feel welcomed, loved, and accepted. My presence brings pleasure to everyone here. My presence brings pleasure to everyone here. I welcome everyone here with pleasure. I welcome everyone here with pleasure. That statement comes up a lot. Yep, and and we're off for that. And the reason why this is included in the repatterning process is that so many of us, even from the time of conception or birth, we're not welcomed in the way that we would have liked to have been. If you think about the baby at conception, there were probably months went by before our parents were even aware that we were there. And if you look at the way the birth process is, especially um, in the U.S., we're whisked away to get cleaned up and weighed and tested and prodded and poked we're not allowed to really connect with our our mother. It's, you know, the, the overlay of the medical um, intervention starts to take precedence and, and, the, and the baby and the mother connection uh, takes a back seat. 
so we may not feel welcomed, loved, and accepted even from, from that moment, let alone, you know, everything else that happens to us <laughs> during childhood and, and during our lives. So right now we're not resonating with that. So there's another, just going to check here, there's another um, orientation pattern that we need here. No, okay. So we need something now from an energizing option. No, we need to go to problems into opportunities. An intention for a new possibility. Something from a repatterning is needed, yes. So now we're going to see what's needed from a repatterning. And you can think of repatternings as a course of inquiry around a specific topic. And so the repatterning that's needed for us as a group at this time is something from A, B, C, D. So I'm just going down a list of options using the muscle checking to tap into the group field to see what's needed. We need something from E, something from F, something from G, something from H. So this is um, taken from the energetics of relationship. So what's needed here is something from A, something from B, something from C, something from D. And so let's see here. So this is the power of um, positive resonance is what's needed. So let me check here, going to my index for these, these repatternings. Okay, so there's something from number one. Yeah, we're going to start with the reaction repatterning. So the reaction repatterning, let's see here. There's anything that would be beneficial for us to hear from the introduction. Yes, okay. So, boy, I haven't done this one in a long time. So this... Uh, the reaction repatterning? Yeah, like how do we get reactive? Oh, well, yeah, you've been awakened and now you're reactive to, you know, stuff that you very well possibly never could have perceived before, huh? Yeah, so let's see. Um, something from here, there's something from here. So a reaction is any life-depleting response that's automatic and activated by painful memories of the past when one or more of your basic life needs were not met. When your needs were not met as a child, you believe that your survival is threatened, and you move into resonance with a protective, defensive position in life. Consequently, a casual word or event can easily activate the unresolved pain, the negative beliefs, and the highly charged feelings and cause a reflexive reaction to follow. So your reaction in the present situation is a discharge relating to an old hurt, sadness, fear, anger, or body sensations associated with a past experience. So the fallacy in the present reaction is that you're convinced that the present situation is the problem. By denying the cause in the past, you also disconnect from the underlying need that was not met in the past and that's still calling out to be met in the present. So this is uh, looking at repetitive patterns that stem from an unmet past need. So let's see what we need here. Um, there's something from this section that's needed. There's something from this section. Yes, okay. So this is looking at um, something from A. This is the protective defensive position involved. So you could. it's interesting. What's coming to my mind is that birth and our birth process coming onto the planet was a big transition, and now we're moving through this transition of the shift of the ages and so old patterns can get activated in this present shift from our past experiences well they're activating 
they're activating so that they can come up and show themselves to you and you can do something about them. That's why they it's almost like they're begging to be repatterned, right? <laughs> right, right. Mm. Okay. So there's something from this section. It's number one, two, three, four, five. It's number one, number two, number three. So what's coming up is I feel confused and hurt. Oh, I'm resonating with that. (laughs) This is a general check. So repeat after me. Say, I feel confused and hurt. I feel confused and hurt. Yeah, and that is resonating. So we say that that's on. Okay, so notice what that feels like in your body when you say that, what that feels like to have that energy pattern be vibrating in your field or in your body. So then there's something from this section that's needed. No. There's something from this section. So I'm just muscle checking through to see what's needed here. Okay, so there's a hypercharged feeling that we need to switch off that underlies this um, this reactiveness. And it's something from one through five. It's six, seven, eight. So there's some anger. So let's see. A um, few options here. It's number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Wow. What came up is I feel hateful and I am not interested in resolving issues for the mutual benefit. Wow, that must hurt. And so you can look at, sometimes other people are a mirror. And we see them, what we're seeing in them is actually what we're not seeing in ourselves. And you can kind of see that there's a lot of what you could call hatefulness present showing itself in the world today. And so this is a way to move into um, clearing whatever that resonance is within ourselves that activates that hatefulness. So let me see here. So this is a general check. So say I feel hateful. I feel hateful. And I'm not interested in resolving issues for our mutual benefit. And I am not interested in resolving issues for our mutual benefit. Okay. I'm going to check that one umbilically. So when it's an umbilical check, it means that we're resonating with that at a core level. And it's often a very old pattern. It could be a karmic pattern. It could be a past life, generational pattern. Or it could be something that we have moved into resonance with at a very early age. So that's where umbilically on for that. So that's like a core coming from a very deep place. So there's some unrecognized feeling that we need to identify and transform. Yes. And it's it's something from A, B, C. So this is, um, I'm afraid you don't love, accept, and want me because you are not meeting my need. We need to identify what that need is. No. Okay. And so if you think about um, feeling like an outcast, that's kind of the, the epitome of the outcast 
feeling unloved, unaccepted, unwanted. And angry about it. Right. So let's check this. This is a general check. So say, I'm afraid you don't love, accept, and want me. I'm afraid you don't love, accept, and want me. Because you are not meeting my need for inclusion. Because you are not meeting my need for inclusion. Yeah, and that's resonating on. Indeed. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. So we're coming at the top of the hour, and I'm I'm kind of feeling like it would be good to go over a little bit, if that's all right, just to sort of keep going with this. Stay with us. Okay. So, because um, this is this is like deep stuff here. I don't want to. There's a lot of miracle stuff, huh? Well, yeah, it's you know, it's a lot of uh it's a lot of um, you know, very um deep emotions here. Mm. Okay. So let's see, there's something that we need to look at from this section. Something from this section. So this is looking at the chakra involved. And so the chakra is a, B, C, so it's solar plexus, power center. And what we need to switch off here is 1 through 5, 6 through 10, number 11. It's most like 1 through 5, 6 through 10, number 6. Ah, so what came up is I'm accident prone, but that's not exactly the best way to word it. So let me see here. I'm self-sabotagingly prone? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I am prone to self-sabotage. That's it. That's a good one to get rid of. Mm. Very exciting. Okay. Say, I am prone to self-sabotage. I am prone to self-sabotage. Yeah, that's on. We're resonating with that. So that's solar plexus. There's another chakra we need to look at. No. There is something we need to look at. From I, J, K, there's a positive aspect we need, yes. So this is what's needed here, something from A, B, C, D, understanding is needed. So it's number one, number two. Hmm. I understand that everyone speaks a symbolic language. So this is about being able to to really understand the need and the meaning beneath people's words. General check. So say, I understand that everyone speaks a symbolic language. I understand that everyone speaks a symbolic language. Yeah, and that's off. We're not resonating with that. There's something that's needed from this section. Something from here. Yes. So it's something from A, B, C. Each of us has a higher purpose and is perfect. That's the coherent affirmation. Ooh, that's a nice one. Yeah. So we're going to make sure we post that one in the Tales from the Shift. Okay. Okay, so general check. So say each of us has a higher purpose and is perfect. Each of us has a higher purpose and is perfect. Yeah, and that is not resonating. Okay. We're going to switch that on. 
let's see, there's something needed from this section, this section, anything else that's needed from this repatterning? No. So it's best to go to the modalities now. So now we're going to make an input of energy into our field to shift this. So the best modality now is something from this index, yes, A, something from B, something from C, something from D, something from E. So this is a breathing option, and it's 1 through 5. 6 through 10 is the best option. It's number 6, the oxygen breath. So let's see what's needed here. Oxygen breath. So this one, um, this is great to do if you can't think clearly, um, if your vision is fuzzy. This is um, interesting because the solar plexus in polarity um, also relates to the head. So if you have headaches or vision issues, sometimes it's a solar plexus issue, your solar plexus chakra. It's your power center issue. Um, so this, what you do is you're going to inhale fully through your nose and relax and hold your breath to the count of 10 to 15 seconds. And then you're going to exhale slowly through your nose. Relax and breathe normally and then repeat it. So let's do that. Inhale fully through your nose. do this again. Inhale fully through your nose, relax and hold to the count of 10 to 15 seconds, then exhale slowly <clears throat> through your nose. Neat. <sighs> and we need to do that one more time. No, that's complete. Okay. I felt stuff popping while I was holding. <clears throat> you know, what, once I got the breath all the way in and was holding it, I felt stuff up. <laughs> like a lot of those negative ones, huh? Yeah. All righty. So it's best to go back and recheck the statement. So now we're going to go back and confirm what has shifted. And so notice what it feels like now as you say these statements. So repeat after me. Say, I feel welcomed, loved, and accepted. I feel welcomed, loved, and accepted. My presence brings pleasure to everyone here. My presence brings pleasure to everyone here. I welcome everyone here with pleasure. I welcome everyone here with pleasure. Yeah, that's on. Nice. So we're resonating with that now. Nice. No whack in the head for that ah. one. After the modality. <laughs> See, I feel confused and hurt. I feel confused and hurt. Yeah, and that is off. We're not resonating with that. Good. Nice. So we're no longer broadcasting that out through our field. Beautiful. Ah. And this was the umbilical one. Say, I feel hateful. I feel hateful. And I'm not interested in resolving issues for our mutual benefit. And I'm not interested in resolving issues for our mutual benefit. Good. That is off. We are not resonating with that anymore. We. Okay. And say, I'm afraid you don't love, accept, and want me. I'm afraid you don't love, accept, and want me. Because you're not meeting my need for inclusion. Because you are not meeting my need for inclusion. Yeah, and that's off. We're not resonating with that. Good. And say, I am prone to self-sabotage. I am prone to self-sabotage. Good, that's off. 
We are not resonating with that. Nice. And say, I understand that everyone speaks a symbolic language. I understand that everyone speaks a symbolic language. Good. That is on. We are resonating with that. And say, each of us has a higher purpose and is perfect. Each of us has a higher purpose and is perfect. Good. We're nice and strong for that. Beautiful. Just take a couple of breaths and let that settle in. Let that integrate. That feels a lot better. Lighter. Like like lost a few pounds, that's for sure. (laughs) So there's anything more that's needed from this session? No, the session is complete. Yes. Excellent. Great. All righty. So thank you everybody for tuning in. I just yes, wanna, thank you um, for staying with us. I just want to mention um, if you would like to do some of this work more in depth and um, focused specifically on yourself, you can reach out to me and we can schedule a session for resonance repatterning. Uh, James is also available for private one-on-one sessions to do channeling. Um, he also does. Um, he can do shamanic could- journeys. Um, we could channel, we could journey, we could uh, we could do some really deep energy healing as well. He does uh, reading. Chakra balancing. Well. Yeah. So, and if any of you have chronic pain, I'm very I'm good at uh, helping you come up with ways to tell your system how to heal itself in a language that it understands. Yes, yes. So you can reach out to me at et at com. You can reach out to James at... James the Shaman 11. That's James the Shaman 11 at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook in the Gateway to Grace group, in the Tales from the Shift group, and off the Tales from the Shift page. Great. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you for um, for sticking with us. We went over tonight, but um, we'll see you next month. Um, Maybe not on the first Monday, because that's going to be the day after Easter, so we'll have to see about that. So it'll be the first or the second Monday of the month. Um, If you're on the email list, I always send out uh, reminders, so you can get on the email list as well through my website at liztobin.com. Great. Thank you so much, everybody. I'm going to unmute us all. Thank all right. you. Hey, you're welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.